playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's very own. Latino is taking you to another level. Popping, my people. Welcome back to another episode of the Radical Latino Show. It's your host, you know, the Radical Latino. Now, how was y'all week? I know I was out for another week. You know, I've been doing a lot. You know what I'm saying? Busy, running around, doing this, doing that. You know what I'm saying? Getting shit situated. You know what I'm saying? But a lot, a lot, a lot happened this whole week that I really want to talk about. I couldn't wait to give my thoughts on these on these situations. You know what I'm saying? Before anything, I got I want to say I got a lot of support from the last episode that I did with uh, the you know Latin people. You know, should Latin people say the N word or whatever the case is, right? And I got a lot of support. I got a lot a lot of comments and messages on that um i even got a bunch of dms talking about like oh i'm glad you actually did this episode because i was kind of feeling some type of way should i say should i not say it i opened some people's eyes with that conversation so you know i wanted to give uh, another shout out to all the people that actually came in on that episode you know shout out to you guys you know what i'm saying i couldn't i couldn't have done it without you guys and uh, remember go follow them on on twitter you feel me but best believe i'm definitely gonna be doing more episodes with um with those people again you know what i'm saying with those uh with those guests again so i'm definitely gonna be doing more episodes just you know got a lot of things lined up you feel me i'm back at bodega studios you know what I'm saying? Right underneath the Goya Bean Factory. You feel me? I got, you know, the engineer, the one and twos, one and twos and all that. But um, there's a couple of things I want to I wanna mention first. Uh, just want to get everything out the way. Shout out to everybody that's listening. So shout out to all the new subscribers. Shout out to all the new listeners. Shout out to all the people hitting me up on the voicemail for some reason. I've been getting a lot of voicemails and questions and stuff, but for some reason, I don't know why, but I can't just transfer them from the computer back to audio form or whatever. So until I figure that out, that's when I'll start answering your questions in the end of the uh, shows and all that, you know? Um, also, another thing, if you guys like what you hear on my, uh, on, uh, on my podcast, go to my YouTube channel. I also do some deep dives down there that I'm not including on my podcast or whatever the case is, you know what I'm saying? So remember do that and you know, you know what I'm saying? Just, just follow me there also on Instagram and Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Cause I've been uh, like very active on that too, you know? Um, so let's go with the first thing before we go into the main episode, which is the interview with Burr Martinez, which you guys also have to go follow. You know what I'm saying? You know, shout out to her. You know, we had a great, wonderful interview. But before we go, I want to give my little thoughts or whatever. 
you know, before you know we jump into that interview. Um, Liam Neeson, that guy from Taken, Liam Neeson, he came out with uh, with a you know in an interview that he was he was doing um, for, for his movie Revenge. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's not even the pun. I'm for real. He was uh, he, he was doing interviews for his movie, and for some reason, right in the middle of the goddamn interview, I forgot what the interviewer asked him. He just went out out of fucking nowhere and gave his opinions on what he want, like what he did based on revenge or something like that. I'm actually gonna see if I could pick up, put up the clip right now. I'll tell you a story. This is true. I'm not gonna use any names, but I was away and I came back and she told me she had been raped, but she handled the situation of the rape in the most extraordinary way. But my immediate reaction was, I asked, did, they, did she know who it was? No. What color were they? She said it was a black person. I went up and down areas with a cosh hoping I'd be uh, approached by somebody. I'm ashamed to say that. And I did it for maybe a week, hoping some black bastard would come out of a pub and have a go at me about something, you know, so that I could kill him. And it, was, it took me a week, maybe a week and a half to kind of go for that. All right, and then from there it goes on that he said that he feels sorry and all this other stuff, and uh, he never admitted it. And you know he changed in that interview. He goes like he changed and all that. But let's first of all, fuck all of that. Let's keep it a hundred right now. Let's keep it a hundred right now. At that moment, throughout that whole week, while he was going on his little vigilante run with a, you know, crowbar or whatever, cush, whatever these motherfuckers, whatever. While he was going on his little vigilante run and he would have encountered the black person, he would have killed them. At that moment, he wouldn't, he wouldn't give a fuck. He was like, yeah, I did it. I did. I did what I needed to do. You know what I'm saying? I did exactly what I needed to do. I did exactly what I sought out to do. And I bet you $100 if they would have interviewed him right after he would have just invented some bullshit story like George Zimmerman, some bullshit story like every other cop killing some other black person. Get the fuck out of here. At that moment, at that moment, you thought you were doing everything in your right to do what you wanted to do. Get the fuck out of here. First of all, that was a hell of a power walk for a whole week. You were pissed off for a whole fucking week, my man. And then after a week, you were just power walking. You power walked your racism away. That's some hell of a power walk. God damn. <laughs> my man said, I'm going out for a walk. And for a whole week, he would just been power walking. And then he just power walked his racism away. Like what, what the fuck? What kind of science is that? You know what I'm saying? But to be honest, I really feel like he probably did encounter some black people, but this is the thing he didn't this is not the movies all right you don't got a special set of skills you probably got a special set of like racist skills but you don't got a special set of skills where you're gonna start just 
manhandling, beating up uh, three black people at once. You know what I'm saying? You probably got scared and wanted to do something, then you just ended up leaving. You know what I'm saying? That's what ended up happening. And I don't want to hear no apology from no former racist. But in the end of the day, my man's a white supremacist. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. If he apologizes or whatever, because if he would have went out and committed those acts at that moment, until that, until today, let's say he would have killed a black person until today, from that moment till today, he would have just said, yep, I was in the right. You feel what I'm saying? He would have been like, yep, I was in the right. And then would have waited a hundred years from now um, when a uh his journal got revealed saying that he actually was in the wrong and all this other shit like you know that racist white supremacist woman who had Emmett Till killed she ended up confessing that oh it was all a lie you know what I'm saying it was all a lie he never really whistled at me and all this other bullshit you feel what I'm saying but that's something that we really gotta you know watch out for we really gotta dig deep we really gotta you know be aware because there's you know like i said it's not I'm, i don't put all white people in a bag i don't put all white people saying that they're white supremacists but we have to be very wary we have to be very very aware of what the fuck is going on we gotta understand the climate that we're in and people like that Oh, nah, he just does movies. He doesn't believe in that. He's in Hollywood. Hollywood is liberal and all that other stuff. Guess what? My man just showed his ass and showed um, his face and showed his actions and what he thought. Saying that, yo, all this other bullshit goes out the window. I'm white first. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy. It's actually crazy where he actually felt like he, he had the right to do that. What makes you feel like you have the right to do that? Like, nobody's going to stop me. Who the fuck is going to stop me? You know what I'm saying? That means that you know you got privileges and protections out here. Knowing set aside for you to commit whatever you need to commit. You feel what I'm saying? That's, that's what that shows. That's what that shows. And that basically confirms that he's a white supremacist. No if ands or buts about it. You know what I'm saying? Now, the second thing I want to talk about, and then we're gonna go on to this interview. The second thing I wanna talk about is the actually no, the 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 there's one more thing I want I just wanna to touch on, but whatever. The second thing I wanna talk about is that Empire Je, uh, Jesse Smollett dude. So it got revealed um yesterday that all of this, you know, him being attacked by, you know, white supremacists on all of this was bullshit. All of this was bullshit. So what ended up um, happening was the police ended up catching this two, the two Nigerian people, right? There were two black people that ended up beating him up, right? They ended up catching them and we thought they were going to go to jail, but ended up not going to jail. The, the cops was like, no, we're releasing them and we're going to follow up a further interview with Je um, Jesse. Jesse ends up getting getting lowered up. He ended up going get lowered up. If you're a victim, why would you get lowered up? You know what I'm saying? It means that this story does not add up. I said a couple of weeks ago that this whole Jesse Smollett story does not add up. First of all, 
You in Chicago in two in the morning, my nigga? What the fuck? You in Chicago in two in the morning, B? All right. You Chicago two in the morning. At that time, it was like negative 55 degrees. What the fuck are you doing outside going to Subway out of all places? You know what I'm saying? You're not going to get Uber Eats. You're not going to, you're not going to get, you know what I'm saying? All right. All right. So, all right. So you go to Subway, whatever. And now two white people with masks are just walking around with a random noose and they're going to spot you and say, aren't you that empire faggot um, N word? You know what I'm saying? And I said, wait a minute. Hold up. Hold the fuck up. First of all, no Trump supporters are going to be watching empire like that. You know what I mean? And on top of that, why would they go to a subway at two o'clock in the morning with a random noose and just say, Oh, we found the only black person out here. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, he's gay. You know what I mean? He's he plays a gay character. I didn't know he was really gay in real life. You know what I'm saying? But I thought it was just, you know, he's an actor. You, you feel what I'm saying? So, you know, they, they just say, oh, cause you're gay and all this other bullshit. And I'm like, wait a minute. This, uh, this shit doesn't even add up. How would they know he's gay unless they really follow him? You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, then the, the, the letter being sent to Fox, all that shit that didn't add up, you know, and I even said, it. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna stay shut with this one. Cause I want some more information to come out. Cause all this shit doesn't add up. And, and guess what? We ended up finding out that all of this was basically some bullshit. These two Nigerian cats got paid out like three grand. They flew to Nigeria or something like that. They stood there and they were waiting for the other half of four grand and they couldn't wait no more for some reason. Got into a flight, came back, and that's where they got caught in the airport because they needed to get paid out four grand. God damn. And then when they they raided one of the guys' uh houses, they got they got pictures with with Jesse. They got audition tapes and all this other shit. Like, what the fuck? Are you serious? If you're gonna make some bullshit up, at least make it believable. You feel what I'm saying? Like like, come on, B. So all of this shit didn't even add up. You know what I mean? And then now my man's being loitered up and all that. And I really want to know. This is not... Jesse right now is being, like, the face of it. But I know there's more players behind it, you know? There's a lot going behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, but this seems like there's more people pulling the strings. You know what I'm saying? And if he gets indicted... Ah, if he gets indicted, I would really want to see who else is, you know, pulling the string. You, you feel what I'm saying? Like, I want to know, like, who's really behind this whole shit. You know what I mean? But anyway, that's what it is. And the third thing is Gucci came out with a blackface sweater. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I, you guys didn't see that. Gucci came out with a blackface sweater. Everybody went crazy. They pulled it out saying we apologize and all that. T.I. and 50 Cent and a bunch of other prominent black people went on a boycott of Gucci. Saying, yo, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to support Gucci, whatever the case is. 
and Floyd fucking Mayweather. This dumb, this motherfucker goes and says, I don't care. I'm going to still spend money on Gucci and went and spent 300,000 on Gucci. Oh my fucking God. If that's not a coon, I don't know what is. Are you fucking kidding me? And on top of that, T.I. makes a diss track on, you know, to Floyd Mayweather, which is cool. But in the same time, yo, that shit was basura. That diss track was garbage. That shit was trash. If you're going to do something that, for the culture, at least fucking do it for the culture. Make it hot. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit was trash, but that's basically just my thoughts on those three things that happened that I wanted to talk about and give my little takes on. Um, so before we go into the interview, I want to give you guys some background. Burr Martinez is a YouTuber that I got discovered. I discovered by somebody sending me a video. One of her videos went super viral. A, a bunch of people start making think pieces on it or whatever. And I believe the video is called, um, why Latinas date black men or why they don't date black men or something like that. I forgot. I forgot. I'm, I'm fucking that up right now, but one of her videos went super viral and she just basically started exposing the racism in the Latin community. They sent me the clip, you know, somebody sent me somebody personal, you know, somebody, you know, a personal friend of mine send it to me. She was like, I don't know how to feel about this. You know, here you go. I feel some type of way. You know, I, I know that she's being truthful, but also in the same time, I I don't know how to feel about it. So, you know, I explained after I watched the video, I explained to her, like, you know, she's basically just being raw. I ended up watching a lot of her videos. Her name is bird Martinez. Uh, her YouTube channel is going to be linked on this podcast. So I ended up watching most of her videos and I said, yo, I really like her. I really, really, really like her. Cause she reminds me of the, the girls I grew up around, you know, in my block, you know what I'm saying? Just shoot straight forward. No filter. Just basically just, just talking how it is. You know what I'm saying? So I really like her about, that. I really like, uh, like uh, that about her. So. I was like, oh shit. I'm like, okay. So I kept on watching. I actually subscribed. I kept on watching her videos, watching her videos, watching her videos. And all most of her videos is most of them started in the car and now it's like in her kitchen or whatever the case is. And she's like very upfront up and blunt about it. And anyway, I became a fan. So I just I just shot my shot out there and said, yo, I would really love to have an interview with her shot my shot guess what it worked and i got an interview so a big shout out to burr martinez and this is our interview i hope you guys enjoy hey guys how you guys doing welcome back to another episode of the radical latino show so i got a very special guest today i got burr martinez here how you doing what the fuck is up, motherfuckers? Bird my dinner's in the motherfucking house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love the energy already. <laughs> now, the reason why I brought her here today is because I love her raw takes 
on certain topics and especially when it has to do with racial issues and she keeps it real. She keeps it raw. She doesn't, you know, sugarcoat anything and love it or hate it. Uh, you know, this is what she does. You know what I'm saying? So that's the reason why, um, I brought her here. And before I even brought her here, I, I'm a, just for disclosure, I became a fan of her before anything else. You know what I'm saying? So, um, uh, Erica, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good here in cold California for one time. <laughs> it's never cold over here except today, and everybody freaks out when it's cold. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. No, I could mm-hmm. imagine. Um, so before we get into anything, l- let the listeners know a little bit about yourself. Well, um, my name is Erica, also known as Bird Martinez. I'm just a regular Mexican American girl. They live in the hood and got a YouTube channel and just talk to shit. And then people got mad or got happy. Some became fans. I don't know what the fuck they want to do. But love me or hate me, I'm here talking my shit. That's what I do. Mm. And that's why we have you here today. Um, mm. The So with uh, with that being said, I got introduced to you because of your take on... Uh, black men um dating latinas mm-hmm. so that's yeah, how that i got, yeah yeah <laughs> that's how i got introduced to you and to to be completely honest um somebody you know sent me your video and they're like yo look at this look what she's talking about i don't know how i how to feel i feel some type of way and i and i saw the video and i'm like there's nothing really she's just saying her opinion and mm-hmm. after I saw your video and, you know, somebody sent it to me, that's when I started seeing the think pieces on what they thought about your video and stuff. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is getting some traction. Hold on. Like, this is actually mm-hmm. hitting some nerves. So get going into it, what made you want to actually talk about those type of topics? Like that topic itself, why? Okay, so... um at the beginning, when I was, like, getting views, when I got, like, a thousand views, somebody under my comments, it was, like, a Mexican guy. He was, like, a Chicano. Mm-hmm. Um, he always kept talking about how black girls always want him, and, like, they bug him, and they're trying to get at him, and he's like, no, I would never date a black girl. Like, I wouldn't do that to my own race because he's Mexican. He's like, that's a downgrade. So he was, like, a fan. He kept, like, um, leaving comments. I guess he thought I felt the same way about black people. And he's like, mm-hmm. Bird, um, can you make a video about um, Latinas dating black men? And I said, what do you want to say? And he's like, well, just talk about it, how, how you know, it's a big deal, and we don't want our, our Mexican women messing with black men. And I was like, oh, I know where he wants to go. I'm like, okay, so I'll talk about it, but I don't think you're going to like it. But anyway. So I talked about it, and I remember the story with my mom, because I always tell my kids and my husband the same story. I think that's how people, it touch people's nerves, because it's not fake. It really happened. Too many said that. And when I um talked about I made a video, the guy, he's like, so you're, um, so you're with them. You're, you're on my yatera lovers. You love my yates. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, why are you even talking to me like this? Like, he, like, left all these hate comments, 
and I was like, well, only because I didn't say, oh, F, um, black people, and we shouldn't, he thought I was going to say what he wanted, but I said my story, how I felt, and what I really tell my daughter is like, can you guys ever say like a black guy? I don't give a fuck, like, you guys can fuck whatever you guys want, as long as he treats you good. Yeah. And then, even people from here, from um, the liquor store, they look at me weird, like, they think I'm like, how do you call it, like a black people lover? I don't know what the fuck they look yeah. at me like. And even my daughter's school, the, the little girls, they, um, every time they see a black boy passing by my daughter, they're like, oh, you like him? You like him? Like, people are crazy. Wow. They think, like, all oh, because of that damn video. But it was, like, I'm not only going to regret it, because I got so many comments of people telling me, like, this man, he told me that his mom is Mexican and his dad is black. Yeah. And his mom died already. Yeah. But, um, because his mom got pregnant from him, mm-hmm. they kicked her out when she was 15. Oh, wow. So he never got to meet his family um, from the, his Mexican side just because her mom fell in love with a black man. Like, damn, is that deep? Is that deep? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is that I, I, I tell a lot of, uh, my, my black friends, a lot of, even my, you know, talk to my Latin people, um, that there's a lot of deep systemic racism in the Latin community. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? A lot of deep systemic racism. And the thing about that is that it comes from ourselves, you know, the Latin people in our country being enslaved and then say uh, us thinking that being white, being close to white, it's something, it's something good. It's something, you know, something that we should actually be striving for. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's how it is. Yeah. And that's how we think. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and the thing is like, um, there's a term in the Latin community. A lot of Latin people don't like to say it, but there's a term which you actually mentioned in one of your videos, um, mejorando la raza, right? So, so Mm -hmm. there's a term for that. And for those who don't know, mejorando la raza really means bettering your race, basically lightening yourself up because systemically, systemically, we're trying to, a lot of Latin people are trying to get away from their African roots and from Mm -hmm. the native American roots. So when you actually, when did you come to the realization that you're like, wait a minute, there's a lot of uh, racism in my own community. I want, and I want to be something different. When did you actually start saying like, wait a minute, this is, this is wrong. Well, when my, um, when my mom told me that, um, they couldn't come to the house with a black guy. Like, it really opened my eyes because my mom's not like that. Yeah. Like, she's a good person. I know everybody wants to say that. She's like a racist lady or whatever. Yeah. But she's really a good person. Like, she will help anybody out, you know? So for her to say those words to me, yeah. I'm like, this is weird. And then um, another, another thing that I didn't say, that I didn't even know, was that my sister, when she was like six, she wanted a, a doll from the swami mm-hmm. and the doll was black like a little black doll yeah and my mom would not buy it for her 
Mm. And she told me, she's like, Erica, you know that one time my mom wouldn't buy me the doll because she said it was black? So then I had to, like, wait till another week and then find um, when there was a doll, the same one, but a white one, then she bought it. So when she told me a thing about the black thing, I was like, that's wrong. How many people do black people go to school with? And I could relate more to them because to me, they're not black. They look brown to me. Yeah. So when people call people black, it's like, what the fuck? We're all the same. And I, I just hated it. I just hated it when my uncles and everybody, like, negro, the negro. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm yeah. like, going to be like that. And everybody's like, oh, well, if you love black people so much, why is your husband Mexican? Okay. Why the fuck am I going to force myself to a black guy if they never liked me? I'm not going to, like, just go with a black person because... Oh, um, get my mom laugh. I'm gonna go wherever I love. Mm-hmm. So, I'm I'm different because I don't want to keep the thing going. You know, like um, give that to my children so they could hate people for their colors and might marry somebody light because they're gonna mejorar la raza. Yeah. All that boring because that's just that's just been been around for so long, and I know it's not gonna change. Racism is always gonna be a thing. But I mean, I could start by changing myself and my children. So yeah. Like, the future generations. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like the 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 thing about it, I'll 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 do an uh, episode explaining why there is such racism in the Latin community. Um, that's another episode for another for another time. Um, but just to give the short answer, um. The thing is, there's no difference. This is what I tell a lot of Latin people, especially my, you know, Dominican people when when I interact with them. There is no difference from the black and Latin community. No difference whatsoever. No difference whatsoever. There's, you know, historically some differences, yes. But outside of that, there's no difference whatsoever in the end of the day white people still see us the same way how they see black people you know yeah. there's no difference so this whole me hating you and all this other stuff just because you're black and all that other stuff in the end of the day white people are going to still treat us the same you know what I'm, you feel what i'm saying but yep the the thing with i think the thing about that is is that um, I found that Latin people who want to actually be appreciated by white people a lot more will actually take a lot of abuse from white people, but still hate black people. Have you experienced that? Yeah, my my um my husband he tells me all the time how it works. He works with different people. Um, the one that gets farther, like the Latino that gets farther, like manager and everything is because they be kissing white people's ass. Mm. And then they have, they work with like black people and they just like look at them less. Like they, they won't help them out or for anything. Like, let's say like they need a day off yeah, or something. They won't, they'll say no, just for the fact that they're black. And then a white person, they don't even, you know, like it could be like a white girl and just because they think they're like better or something mm-hmm. they'll even they'll even help them get those days off and he tells me all the time like man i'm so tired of this and i'm like what's going on man we have to eat and he's like well i just hate it how it still keeps going and keeps going and even when i used to work 
always had to do it. Like, I felt like I was um, selling out because I felt like, oh, I'm trying to get up, move up. But I have to kiss this white person ass that I hate because you know how you look at me. You feel like I'm, you look at me like I'm stealing. I'm doing something bad and I'm just being Mexican, you know? Yeah. How, how do they just, you know, you walk into a store and they say, oh, well, we're all the same. But you see the fucking white lady staring at you. I even had to get all crazy on the white lady one time because she kept, she was just behind us with a little mirror checking on us to see if we were stealing. Wow. And we just yeah, like, I even called the manager and I told him, one of my friends, she like called corporate and all this stuff. And she got mad. She said, check the video. She was standing right there looking at them. They were just a Mexican family who me and my three kids, and we weren't even doing anything. But just the fact that because we're brown, we can't even go to a store that has expensive items. And I don't want to see Wow. 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 Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's crazy. But it's like an everyday thing right there. Yeah. And the, the thing is what baffles me a lot um, is, especially here in America, there is a classification when it comes to latin people a lot of latin people they like to classify us as white when we don't really get the white people benefits you know what i'm saying they yeah. like they like to classify us as something else but um that's non-white and anything else that's non-white but white you know they like to classify us as that and that's a very that's a deliberate trick because we as latin people you know, most of us wants to be close to white as, as much as possible. And once we see that, we go like, oh, okay. So we're actually close to them. We actually are them. You know what I'm saying? But that whole uh-huh. thing is a whole trick. And a lot of Latin people that I speak, uh, spoken to a lot darker than me will swear to you up and down that they are white. And <laughs> they're, be, they're like blacker than my iPhone, but they're like... <laughs> Yo, I am yo soy blanco, and I'm like, yeah, my man, no, you're not. But no, you're not. <laughs> but now I I want I want to ask you what what do you what what are your thoughts on that Latin people who classify or see themselves as white? Well, that just pisses me off. I'm ashamed of those people. I'm embarrassed for them. They should just go back wherever back in their mom's vagina or something and come back and just get another brain because. How are you consider yourself a white person if obviously you're Latino? Mm-hmm. I know they're light, light Latinos. I know that, but you are not white, and it pisses me off when I get under my comments. You're a white Mexican. How am I white? Am I a white Mexican? Look, look at your hair straight. Well, this is my fucking native. Yeah. Native Indian hair, like these are my features. How am I white? Oh, you're too, you're too light to be um, to be Mexican. You're white Mexican. Yeah. I look lighter enough because it's winter in California, and I don't really go out because I don't like the cold. But once the sun hits my face, I get browner and I get better looking. And I just hate it when people, like my cousin, my husband's um, cousin. Oh, she got married to with a freaking white boy just to have a white baby, and her baby came out brown, and I laugh at her. <laughs> you know, but when I got pregnant, when I got pregnant, and my she said she came to the baby shower. She's like, "Your baby's gonna come out brown, ill," and I was like, 
who cares if my baby comes out brown? My husband's brown and I'm brown. Yeah. My baby came out like a nice caramel, beautiful color. And she purposely got married to a white boy and had, and she still had a brown baby. Yeah. Like, she considers herself white, but she's not white. She just, like, looks like one of those Mexicans, what they call her, um, China Pueblana. Yeah. Where they're from Puebla, they have, like, the, they look kind of Asian. Yeah. But she still has, like, the features of a Mexican, but she swears to that, that she is white. Because she's married to a white guy now. It's, it's funny. Like, you know, yeah, it's funny because uh, see the thing is I I don't know I don't know if you um since I reached out to you I don't know if you were were listening to some of my episodes or whatever, but mm-hmm. I said it time and time again that the whitest Latin person, the whitest 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 Latin person, they will still if they take a genealogy test. They will still the the lowest you'll probably ever get is thirty five to probably thirty percent Native American. You will not mm-hmm. get nothing lower than that. And you could be white as a driven snow. You will not get lower than that. The reason is because Native American and Latin people, you know, well, Latin is just just a um, a classification of ethnicity. That's all it is. But native native people, we all share the same blood. You know, we all share the same traditions and everything else, especially also with, you know, African people. We all share the same same thing if you look historically. And the thing that I find that when I tell my Latin people, what do you classify as? Like put down, what do you put down? And they tell me white, what else? Because I'm not black. And I tell them, have you ever looked at the one drop rule? Are you, uh, Eric, are you aware of the one drop rule? Mm-mm. So, um, America put this, you could probably Google it after this, but the one drop rule means if you have, I think one fifth of African blood, you're considered black no matter what, uh-huh. no matter what. So when, um, I don't know if you ever seen the movie, the revenant, but in that movie, they will um, refer to Native people, Native Americans, as tree niggers. That's how they will refer to them. And they would um, use that reference on and off to Native people. They will call them black, negros, niggers. They will do, you know, on and off, on and off, on and off with black people mm-hmm. and Native people. So they will see them as the same. So when I tell them, listen... If you have more than 30%, screw all that one-fifth. If you only have one-half of African blood or native blood, based on the one-drop rule in America, you're considered black. To them, that blows their mind. You know what I'm saying? And I always Uh tell them you shouldn't put down the white because you're not only confusing yourself, but you'll start actually treating your people the way white pe as you see white people treating them, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So what mm-hmm. what are you what are what are your thoughts on the whole classification thing? I don't know, like, like I didn't even know that existed with the whole one drop thing. I didn't I didn't know that that if you had um yeah how much you, did you say? I think what I, I believe is one. You could probably Google it right now. Um, I believe the last time I checked. It was, I think, if you have one-fifth African blood, you're considered black. 
that was a rule that they implemented, I believe, in the, Jesus, in the 70s, I think. No, not in the 70s, yeah. but 1700s, I believe. Was it 1700s or 1600s? Did, did you Google well, it? No. Well, but if, yeah. if, if, but like, if you, if you, so people, they're doing the same thing that white people are doing to their own, they're doing the same thing that white people do to the Latinos, or the Latinos are thinking that they're white, mm-hmm. and they're treating their own Latinos like if they were white. That's what you're trying to say, right? Basically, yeah. I don't know. I think it has a lot to do with how people get raised, you know? And even like me, when I got raised with my mom trying to be racist against black people, I always felt like um, when I went to the store or something, my the Mexicans, they would look at me, and they saw me talking in Spanish, in English, and mm-hmm. they, they looked at me like, oh, is she going to talk to me? Because I never felt like I was better than anybody else. I feel like even though some other Mexicans might be darker than me, mm-hmm. we're all the same. Like, I don't know. I just wish that everybody would just get along and stop thinking so much about race. If we're just all human beings. Mm. You know? Yeah. See, the like... The way the reason why I started my 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 podcast and everything else is because I saw this big confusion in the Latin community. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this uh, big disconnect in the Latin community, so that's the main reason why I started this whole thing. And I don't like to call this whole thing racism. I like to call it white supremacy because that's the system that we live in. And I always you know talk about that and harp on that and stuff. But it's something mm-hmm. very interesting that I saw in one of your videos where you talked about colorism in the Latin community. And to be completely honest, I only experienced it from my family members who are mm-hmm. way darker than me experiencing that. And you talked about one of your experiences. And to me, that was like fascinating and interesting in the same time. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Um, let me think that one time when I was walking with my friends and, um, so there's this, there was this girl, right? She, she was really dark, like, well, not dark, like pretty dark, like brown, kind of like me. Yeah. But then that time she was a little darker. She had just came from Mexico. And then there these other two girls that they were twins and their sister, I guess they had the same boyfriend or something. So they had beef with them. And so I was walking with the one that she just came from Mexico and she had the long hair. She was very beautiful. And then the other girls were like screaming at her, like, pinche india, you know, pata rajada. And I was just looking around like, you bitches look the same. Like, what are you talking about calling her india if you guys look the same? Yeah. And then all my whole life, it's always been like, oh, Erica, I was sitting in class. Oh, we're gonna do the um, the native um, the Thanksgiving thing, and they would be like, "Oh, here, Erica, you look like an Indian. You're gonna be doing the Indian part." And all my other friends, the light skinned girls, they would do like everything else. But I always been the India, always in my life. And mm. every time, like, there's like family things. I was always like the darker one. I know people think, "Oh, you're not dark now," but when I was little, I was always the darker one. And I was got treated so differently than my other cousins because they were lighter and prettier than me. And I just, I hated it. I hated being dark. I always wanted to be light. And I was out on novelas that everybody had 
like blue um green eyes and blonde hair and so one time I was like you know what I'm just gonna make myself lighter so I went in the bathroom got a little towel put some bleach on it and I started rubbing it all over especially behind my leg where the knees at yeah. I started putting because that's where I have like dark darker spots I don't know why and um I just started putting all over my body so I could get lighter so I wasn't getting lighter obviously because that, that's not how it works and um, my mom walks in and she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, because I hate being dark. Mm-hmm. So then she gave me a big speech and then she called my godmother and she was like telling me, oh, you know, you're beautiful the way you are. You don't need, even need makeup. You know me, I'm I'm lighter. I'm going to age faster. You, you're not going to age as fast as me. Mm-hmm. And she kept talking to me and talking to me how beautiful brown skin is. And I, you know, I like... It, didn't, it took me like 18 years to even notice that I had nice skin because I always thought like the lighter girls were better than me. Even when my husband got with me, his ex-girlfriend's lighter. She's like a light-skinned Mexican. Yeah. And I was always like jealous of her because she was prettier than me. He's like, oh, if I wanted to be with her, I would have stayed with her. I like you because of how you how you are and how you look. I, I was attracted to you for your skin too. And... I was like, but you had her. She was so much prettier than me. She was so much lighter than me. I still felt less than her just because she was lighter than me. But that's because of mentality. Growing up on my life, people kept telling me, or, well, like, you know, what I saw was people love lighter Mexicans and or white girls rather than me because I felt like I was this ugly Indian-looking bitch, even though, you know, now as I grew up, now that I'm a woman, I see, like, Shit, my skin is beautiful. Look at me. I don't even have it that many wrinkles. And I'm only going to be 33. No, like my friends, the lighter girls, I see them. Like I, the other day, I went to my daughter to middle school. And I guess one of the girls works there. And she looked at me and I looked at her. And I'm like, do I know you? It's kind of look familiar. But like, you know, she's aging. And then. I'm like, how old are you now? She's like 31, but I feel older. I'm like, damn, bitch. Like, she, you know, she got older, like, faster. I don't want to go into stuff, but. Yeah. I love my skin. I love my motherfucking skin. I love it. I love it. And I'm, like, so proud of who I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, that's funny. That That's, that's <laughs> funny. So you really, like, took bleach and tried to, like, lighten yourself up. Just yeah, be- I really got the big wow. one. Floral. It's, we call it floral. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was floral. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's crazy. That's fast. Yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah. Because I know it happens. And the thing is, you mostly hear about it in the, in the black community. You don't hear too much about it in the Latin community. And if we actually look deep into it, it actually does happen. You know, it's not something that it doesn't happen. It happens to anybody that is, you know, that has melanin, you know what I mean? So it does happen. Yeah. Um, uh, t- so tell us about how I think was it, I think your mother-in-law, how she treated you different from, I think, was it your husband's brother's white girlfriend or something like that? Yeah. Tell, so, t- tell us a little bit more about that. 
so my brother-in-law, he's he likes white girls. That's his thing. He's tried fucking with Mexicans. Well, he's a traitor. He's a traitor. Is that what you say? I swear, he he's had like he has a white baby mama, white girl baby mama, right? Uh huh. Oh my god, he's like crazy. That was his first. um that was his first, his, like the first month he got her pregnant or something. Oh, for like, oh, he wants to lock this in then. He wants to, he yeah, wants he to make sure. Really, like, <laughs> he was really in love. Yeah, he was really in love. And it was like, even his other primo, because this white girl, like, um, solo, Oh, okay. He already has another baby daddy, so that guy's Mexican. And now oh, wow. And with this guy, mm-hmm, she just loves that, you know, brown chorizo. So, um, when I got with my husband, the first, like, day that I stayed home alone with my mother-in-law, she just, like, went in the room. She didn't even say anything. She just went in the room, looked at me, and she's like, the tie is right there. The bleach is right there. Go wash my son's clothes. Mm. And I'm like, what the fuck? I've never even washed clothes. You know, my mom worked in a dry cleaners all her life, so I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. And then she just, like, told me, like, get make sure his food is ready, clean the house. And she was just like, my friends would try to come and visit me. And she's like, well, you're a married woman now. You can't have friends. And this and that. And, like, I had to ask to get the phone, to get because I didn't have a cell phone back then. And she would, like, hide the phone from me so I couldn't talk to my family. Like, it was crazy. Like, she was psychotic. Like, a lot of mother-in-laws are like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, she was extra, extra crazy. Jeez. So then, I know. So then when my, um, my brother-in-law brought the girl, that girl came in with a baby. Her baby was, like, three months. And she just put the baby from the car seat and put it in the living room and went inside of the room with him. And they just started fucking. Like, they what? Just started fucking. She started moaning and, like, straight up sex in there. And the baby's, like, beeping. And we're just like, what the fuck? Are we supposed to take care of this baby? Or what the fuck is going on? So that day passed, whatever. Then I guess they were boyfriend and girlfriend. And she came to eat. That day I cooked. And she was just, like, in love. Like, and she doesn't know how to speak English, but she learned real motherfucking quick with her ass. She's like, you want food? You want wow. Food? What you want? What you mean? Wow. <laughs> like, offered her all the food. And that girl didn't even like our food. She just made a face and she's like, oh, no, or whatever. I just didn't like it right there. Because first of all, when people are offering you food, either just try to hide the food, spit it out, or pretend that you like it. Don't make a fucking face because I know I make bomb ass food. So she was tripping. Yeah. So then um, she started living with him. And I know they couldn't fit because they had like one room. And um, she went to work. No, her first day here, he went to work. And I told her, oh, you want to go to the park or something? Because before he left, he was, like, he was cool with me. And he was like, can you tell her to like, hang out with her so she doesn't feel alone? I'm like, oh, you want to go to a park or something? She's like, no, let's go take a shower in my house. So she left. So that a shower when she went to house. work, uh-huh. when she went to work the, like, the next day or whatever, she had like a bunch of laundry. So then my mother-in-law, I see her folding her clothes, washing her clothes. 
And when I saw that shit, oh, my blood was boiling. He told me, wash his clothes. And I washed his clothes, not, e- not even knowing how to wash clothes back then. Yeah. And then she told him, she washed her clothes and his clothes and the baby's clothes and folded the clothes. She didn't even tell her anything. She would just be on my ass because I'm like, oh, so you're not a little Mexican bitch who gives a fuck about me. But yeah. then she's white. She feels like she has to, like, kiss her ass. And, like, I don't know. She, she did so much shit to his family. Like, she put her son in jail because supposedly he hit her. At the end, she was over there crying. Get him out. Get him out. He never hit me. Wow. But, you know, that's in his record forever. Wow. 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 That's insane. And see, that's the thing in, in our, in our community, we feel like it's for our, for our uh, children. We think that being dating or marrying somebody white is like a come up, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's like praised. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Mm -hmm. Like I, I heard, I, I heard this all like all my life. Oh, tú te casaste con un blanquito. <gasps> wow, mija. You know what I mean? It's like celebrated. You know what I mean? But yeah, like. Mm-hmm. But if we get with you know one of us or someone black, oh, what what are they bringing to the table? You know what are they doing? Like what 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 is their career? You know what I mean? But they never say nothing about nobody white. You know what I'm saying? They just just because they're white, it's all it's all good for this. They're all right. You know what I mean? And yeah. now now moving now moving that towards um some uh something that you know very well because you live in California. I don't know how well you know, but I'm just gonna ask it anyway. What is the deal mm-hmm. with some of those Mexican gangs over there aligning themselves with white supremacist groups? Well. I know here where I live. Yeah. I know that there's like a gang that's supposed to be called like brown, like it's supposed to be just Mexican. Yeah. But there is white people. You know, there's a lot of we hear there's like a lot of white boys that try to act Mexican. So mm-hmm. now I feel like the like the, yeah, like they're like they call themselves cast or something. Yeah. But they're actually white. And they get together and they're like a big gang. But I'm like, oh, isn't that isn't that gang supposed to be like brown, like Mexican? Yeah. And they're with like it's like white boys and Mexicans. And then they say, oh, this is our barrio, our barrio, no mayates. And like you don't come over here. And like I don't know, that's crazy. Like how can you? It- how can you be united more to a white person than to and be? And, and be against the black people, it, the, the white people don't give a fuck about you. And, and the funny thing is that I remember I was speaking to one of these former Mexican L.A. gang people. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. they even said it. They they basically admitted it to me that they don't. Um, th- their whole thing is not being Latin. You know, they're not about that whole Latino pride thing. Because they won't accept Dominicans or Puerto Ricans into their thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wait a minute. So it has nothing to do with being Latin. That's not your 
that's not your cause. It seems to me that you guys just are a gang and want and want to be around Mexicans and whites. That kind of doesn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, because the whole thing is supposed to be like brown familia, right? Yeah. Like brown. What, what is a white person doing in there? Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make sense. Exactly. So I wanted to know, do, do you uh, know, uh, like, have you have any experience um, watching that? Or do you know somebody that's in that? And you got some, like, some takes on that? Well, when I was younger... I I kind went to like a kickback or whatever because mm-hmm. I I don't know if you've seen that video where I was about to get jumped into a gang a girl gang supposedly but it wasn't a girl gang it was just the hoes of the of the guys oh okay <laughs> yeah because supposedly you're supposed to get jumped and then you're supposed to I don't even know afterwards you're supposed to get fucked by one of them but I was like nope I'm not doing that but anyways when I went to that little kickback. There was like a bunch of Mexicans, and there were like two white boys, and mm-hmm. they were just talking and talking. And then the word mayate came out like like ten times, and I was just like, Erica, do you really want to be about this life? Do you really want to be like in a game where girl um the people are, are being racist? They're not even being gangsters because I didn't even know why I wanted to be a chola, but I thought if they looked cool, but all they do is talk shit and kill people for their color or their fucking street. Mm-hmm. And that's ridiculous because here where I live, people get shot all the time and it's over a fucking street. It's mm. over like uh, a block or like, I don't know what the fuck the whole thing is about. Cause I don't really know about all that. Okay. But I just, I just seen, you know, people getting killed over a street or I don't even know if it's the color or anything, but I have seen the, the white boys, you and me and my husband were laughing because um, the other day there was like a white boy getting chased by a Mexican guy and they were supposed to be in the same game. I don't know what <laughs> happened, but they were like chasing each other down the street and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And the white boy just like was scared, I guess something happened. But That's I don't know funny. about a lot of that, but I just know that I have seen the white boys with the um, Mexicans. Yeah. I don't know. They're against the black people. I don't know. Going on with that, but that's sad. Gotcha, gotcha. And um, I know that you you know you're in California and you're very uh, I don't know how close you are to that whole um border wall thing or whatever. But what mm-hmm. have you experienced anything about um you know go back to Mexico or any racial uh you know tirades against you because you know you're Latina and they think you're like you know an illegal immigrant or something? No, but I I've seen like like, like the ladies they're like oh don't go to the because I see I see there right now or they get all scared. Like I seen I seen the people being more scared. Like you know a lot of um Mexicans right now they don't even want to travel because they think they're gonna get stuck over there. And I'm like, but you have uh, you're a citizen though. They're like, no, but did you hear this person said that we can't go over there no more because even if you're a citizen, you can't come back. Like they're really scared. And then um, I just feel like it's like a lot of the white people they're with their big white. I feel like everybody has white trucks now for some reason yeah, with yeah, the yeah. white flag. Yeah. I swear, ever since 
Trump, I know everybody's going to get mad at me. Oh, don't talk about politics, bitch. You don't know nothing. But <laughs> I know. That's my, whole, that's my whole podcast, so don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, ever since that shit, I see a lot of people with a lot of white boys with their big ass flag, American flag. I mean, I know you're proud and shit. And they're in a white truck with their fucking shaved heads. It's chewing tobacco. Mm. And like sometimes I park right next to them and they look at me, but they act like they look through me. Like I don't exist. Like yeah. I'm not even good enough for them to even look, like even look at me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Them. Like they might not say anything, but I could, you know how you feel it? The tension? No, of course. Of course, of course. You feel it? I feel it. Like when I pass through, pass next to one of those. Those, you could tell them racist ladies on racist men. Yeah. Like they they don't even smile at me. I smile at everybody. I'm like on a happy walking up the street or walking by the store. They're even fucking looking. <laughs> like, I don't exist. <laughs> I, they can't even stare at me because I'm just I'm on a fucking wet bag looking bitch. Yeah. So they can't even look at me. Yeah, That's yeah, how I yeah. Feel. Like they might not say anything. I'm not I experience. Oh, I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm going to Costco, and my daughter, the youngest one, she dropped a, a piece of fucking gum, I think it was, or the wrapper of gum. And this lady, she was already leaving. She comes back, this white lady, she comes back, and she's like, can you please pick that up? Oh, wow. This she's... is not Mexico. Wow. Uh-huh. She said and that? I, like, she, I swear to God, I just remember that. She said, can you pick that up? This is not Mexico. Woo! My husband had to, like, hold my hand. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, you dumb bitch? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was screaming at her. And my husband, he's like, that's what they want. That's what they want. Don't do it. They want you to get crazy, you know? And I'm like, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, he, he told me to calm down. And I was like, okay, I'll calm down, but I did call her dumb bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like, that's what they want you to do. But how the fuck is it? I know this is not Mexico. Like, I know that, but you don't have to say that just because it was a piece of um, gum wrapper. Yeah. What, and my kid, she's like six. Yeah. Um. What? So what are you, what are your thoughts? I know this is not no polit. Uh, you know, you don't want to get all political, but I'm gonna take it there just for a little bit. Um, yeah, like I just, I just want to take it just for a little bit. So what are your thoughts on Trump's border wall, you know, and him telling, saying that all, see, I don't like to say illegal immigrants because Mm -hmm. illegal immigrants is a cop out. Um, Mm -hmm. when people see you, they don't see illegal or legal. They don't know. You know what I mean? They just see Latin person. That's all they see. You know what I'm saying? Just by looking at somebody, you wouldn't know if they're a citizen or not. So when, uh, so I'm going to just rephrase the question. What are your thoughts on the border wall and Trump calling all Latin people murderers, rapists, and um, criminals? No, that, that gets me so pissed off. And I just can't believe how people can believe him. I don't understand how people could follow him. Because obviously people had to vote for him for him to be where he is right now. Mm-hmm. And growing up in the 90s, I would have never, ever 
imagine him being the president. I saw that day when, when my daughter woke me up and she's like, Mommy, he won. Mommy, he won. Mm. I started crying. I knew it was going to be messed up. I knew it was going to be a fucked up thing. I knew it. And I'm like, no, it's not a big deal. No. Presidents are just presidents. They're, they get told what to do. They don't, they're just like the main the face to the president, but um, they have no, no power. Yeah. And then with this whole wall thing, I'm like, what about this? What about this? He just wants that. So when he has that fucking wall, this is my motherfucking legacy. I did this to this country. He yeah. wants to prove it, to prove that he did that shit because because he wanted to put his future levels. Because he wants everybody to think, oh, this is going to make America great again. Bullshit. There's always going to be, um, I'm not saying, oh, let all the fucking immigrants in or whatever, but there has to be control with that. But a wall is not going to fix anything yeah it's just making everybody against each other yeah it's just making people more fucking racist it's crazy like wrong and yeah. like all this fucking money for what yeah do do you um the way i see let's say let's say in this in a scenario i'm just giving a scenario i know it's not gonna happen hopefully it doesn't but in a scenario mm -hmm. he does get the wall let's say he gets the wall the wall is built right now, yeah. the way I see the wall, the wall is basically a symbol of white supremacy. That's how I see it. Yeah. A wall is a symbol of white supremacy. The reason why I say that is because and I, and I, I'm always on Twitter and Instagram uh, debating these racists on there when I make videos or comments calling Trump a white supremacist. And I point to that and they tell me that, well, you know, he's trying to stop illegal immigrants. And then when I tell them, did you know that the most the the majority of illegal immigrants are actually Europeans and Asians, they mm. don't know what to say. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> exactly. Because I, I don't know. I made a whole video about that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Because I actually looked at the numbers. Because whenever you talk about illegal immigrants, the first image that pops into your head is of a Latin person. True or not true? That's the that's first true. That's the first thing that pops into everybody's heads. We are labeled an illegal immigrant. That's it. Whenever you say illegal immigrants, that's the automatic thing that people talk about and think about. So when you yeah. actually do the research and you find out that Europeans that no, actually Latin people that come here are only 3 million and Europeans are 5 million. That's when uh -huh. you're like, wait a minute, hold on. And then when you actually do the more of the research and you find out that Asians are 12 million, okay. how are, how is the Mexican border wall going to stop the real immigrants coming into this country? You understand? So that's why yeah. I always see, say that the border wall is a, in reality is a symbolism of white supremacy. It's not supposed to stop anything. It's supposed to be symbolic. So yeah. with that being said, what are your thoughts on the illegal immigration? Do you, are you for it? Are you against it? Are you neutral? What, 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 what are your thoughts on that? I think illegal immigration is always going to be an issue. 
it's always going to be an issue because like like you said it's not even about the mexicans it's asians and you know or europeans and then a lot of people come in with a visa but just stay here like my mother-in-law she came in with a visa her and her like eight family members and they stayed here my mom she crossed the border like she crossed the desert and all that but these people are always going to find a way but like you said the the wall now that i think about it now that what you told me it is like a white supremacist thing and i know that people say oh well, trump said that um mexicans are rapists and murderers you can't just say that you can't just say that and think that's okay like i said my father he got deported because he broke the law and he ended up in jail and then in, um, in prison and then in federal prison and I'm not even against that, because if you get the opportunity to work in this country and you don't follow the rules like my father did, get the guess what? Get the fuck out of here. Go back to Mexico. Because he fucked up. He had a chance. He fucked it up. So go away. We don't need that shit here. Mm. So, yeah, I'm, like, against illegal immigration. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there needs to be control. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you break the law... And stuff like that, you mm. need consequences, just like everybody else, you know. Mm. Mm. But okay, I uh, like everybody. Yeah, yeah, because um, like knowing the history of immigration, it's kind of a, it was used for a tool to go against the black community. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, if that again, that's a that's another that's another topic for another time. But yeah, you know, if we really want to talk about the history of it. But um, go, going from from that to, I believe I saw one of not your latest. I think it was like a couple of days ago. Um, Latinas dating white men. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> I had to watch it three times. <laughs> I had to watch it three times. Can you uh? Can you can you break that? Can you break that down? Um, like what you know? Just break it down for us. Okay, so so when I was like 16, I got a job at McDonald's, and my manager, well, I had two coworkers that kind of had a thing with me, for me, my Mexican coworker, and my um, white boy, Michael, that was his name. Michael. Um, <laughs> Michael. If you're hearing me, if you're listening to this, fuck you, just kidding. Um, <laughs> Michael, he, that's um, funny. First, um, the, my Mexican co-worker, he, he wanted a kiss or whatever. Uh-huh. Well, first, he, he was supposed to give me a ride home, but then he didn't give me a ride home. He took me to the top of the hill and Uh-oh. was getting all creepy on me, Uh-oh. asked me for a kiss. And I said, no, like, just take me home. So then the next day, um, Michael told me if I could come into work at 12, and I told him, Oh, no, wait, wait, was Michael the boss? Yeah, Michael was the boss. Uh, uh-oh. He told, yeah. He told me if I could come home, if I could come to work at 11.36, at uh, 12, and I said no, because I get out of school at 11.36. And he's like, oh, don't worry, I'll pick you up. And then I said, all right, fine. Mm-hmm. So then he picked me up from school. And, then, and he um, takes you to the hill? I, no, let me stop. <laughs> no, he didn't take me to the hill. He actually took me, he took me to work. So then I walked into work with him, and um, I forgot the other guy's name. The Mexican co-worker, 
you give me like the stare down. Like, Uh-oh. are you kidding me? You with me, and now you're with him. But it wasn't even like that. They were just giving me like. Yeah. So, and all the ladies in the back, the cooks, they were like, ah, la Erika, ya está de cabrona, ya anda de puta. Mm. Like, she's with Michael, she's with Michael because he has a car. You know, like a sensor, like, calm down. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she liked him for his car, and because he's a manager, she wants to move on up, and they were just, oh, man, be like, ugh, they were just angry and giving me the, the look. Mm-hmm. So then, um, one time, Michael told me, oh, you want to go um, to a barbecue at my house? And he was telling me how his grandma's Latina and how she speaks Spanish, and she's from Spain and all this bullshit. Uh-oh. And I was like, okay, fine, we'll just, um... Just pick me up at my house. Uh-oh. So then my mom, my mom goes, looks through the window, and she's like, get it? Who's that? And I said, oh, that's Michael from work. And she saw that he was white, but she saw that he was a little older. I'm like, he's 18. And she's like, I was think we cuidado or whatever, but she didn't see nothing that he was um, white. Like, yeah, she yeah. kind of, like, liked the fact that she, he was white. Yeah, 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 yeah. She even forgot about his age, because if it was a Mexican 18-year-old, oh, it would have been over. Been like, it would have been no. over for you. It would have been over for you. Yeah. It would have been over for me. So um, we get to his house. I see a bunch of white people. There was nothing. I know people say that people from Spain look white. But the lady, the, the grandma that was supposed to be Spain or speak Spanish, she was a white lady. She didn't speak no Spanish. This motherfucker lied to me. Because I feel like a lot of people, um, white people, when I talk to them, then we say, oh, my Mexican friend, or I like tacos or some shit. Like, is that supposed to be, like, a thing for me? Like, I don't care if you like tacos. Listen like, to a I'm white Mexican, to a white but... listen to a white person. If you have an accent and it's like Latin to them, you speak Spanish. Oh, like you know, you speak Spanish to them. Like, oh my God, you know, I got this Mexican friend over here. You know what I mean? <laughs> to them, you yeah. that's it. You speak Spanish. So to to him, his his grandma, like you know that she that's it. He she spoke Spanish, but in reality, she just probably had like a little accent. Mm-hmm, exactly. So then that happened so then i kept working i think it was like the weekend we went on the on our break uh-huh. and i was like it was raining so i got uh-huh. real close to him oh he's like oh my god you're so hot <laughs> <laughs> he's like you're so cute and not as good you know like okay fine but i thought he was cute like i'm not even gonna lie he, he was cute uh-huh. and he went for the kids uh oh! Like okay, okay, we're doing this, we're doing this, Erica. And then like, <laughs> I touch his lips, and they were dry, and they were a little, and I felt like my like lips were like, like all huge, like like sucking his, his face. Your videos would have been way different. 
He probably <laughs> he probably would have went at you on some like really racist shit like, oh my god, come over here and clean my place. You know, your people like to do that. You know what I mean? He'll be like saying little passive racist shit. But um <laughs> Wow, that's funny. So you uh you never dated a you never dated a white person before? No. Well, that was the closest I ever got to dating a white person. Mm, mm. So you mostly dated uh, what a Latin and black people? Mm-hmm. Latin and black. Per- I dated like black guy once, mm. but I don't even think he liked me. Mm. I just think he was like trying to. I don't know what it was. I think he yeah. was trying to impress his friends. I don't know. Mm. But okay, okay. it never even got that far. Got I'm it. telling you, nobody even liked me. Everybody was just comments like, "Oh, you're so beautiful." That's so. What made you wanna? What made you wanna start your YouTube channel? What made you wanna just take your phone or your camera and just start, you know, recording your you you in your kitchen? By the way, you got a really nice kitchen. By the way, I always wanted to say that. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah. What What made you wanna you know record yourself in your kitchen and just start you know speaking your mind? Well, I don't know. It was one time when I always made um, videos for my Facebook, like just for my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, I would make videos, like, let's say, when I would get into it with the white girl, mm-hmm. <laughs> I got into it like three times, and I would just rant on my Facebook, like, this fucking bitch, and then, um, or when I was like, like having a good day, I would just start making videos for Facebook, so all my friends were like, hey, you should make a YouTube channel. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it. And I never got into it. Mm-hmm. So then one day, I, it was, I was like, fuck, I'll just make, I made a regular uh, video for my Facebook, but I actually um, uploaded it to my YouTube. Mm-hmm. And then I just started um, recording and posting them and posting them. I would get like two views. I'm like, fuck it, fuck it. And I had like this one person that would always, I think the only reason he followed me because his last name is Bird. Mm. So he was like my only one fan, and I'm like, I'm gonna make this video for you, and then I just, you know, I just kept posting, and I that it was it. I just did it for the fuck of it. Like, oh, got it, got it, got it. I told my kid, I told my kid one time, I'm gonna make videos, so when your kids have kids and I'm not old, they could look at me and be like, yeah, that's my grandma. <laughs> that's, it, that's, my grandma. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. That's hilarious. Um, so, I, so I don't know. Um, I don't know if you're aware how some of the algorithm on YouTube works, but when you're subscribed to a person and you like watch maybe four or five of their videos, other things start getting recommended, right? One of mm-hmm. the recommendations that I saw was this white guy coming at you, and mm-hmm. I was like, "What? She? What? You know what I'm saying?" And when I clicked on it, my man basically had nothing to say. He was just pissed off for whatever reason. And he called you ignorant like maybe five times. But mm-hmm. when I saw that video, I'm like, listen, I know for a fucking fact that she's not going to stay quiet. So yeah. I literally went to your channel and started fucking looking for a response. I ended up finding it. But before I even say anything, Tell us how you found out about it and 
what why you decided to make a response video about it <laughs> so 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 when i made that last video this this youtuber um who all he does all he talks about is bbc i didn't even know what the fuck bbc was do you know yeah. what bbc is i first time i'm ever hearing it i don't even know what that is okay is that a porn so category i don't know there's this whole there's this whole YouTube people that all they do is talk about how Americans are stupid and BBC are thirsty or whatever. Okay. And big black or whatever. Okay. So that's all they do, right? So then, so when I made Honduras video, this guy made a video about me, how I'm so stupid, I'm a ratchet bitch, and only black idiots will fuck with me and that I have three baby daddies. And da, 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 da. so this, um, and my comments, they said, Hey, do you know, this person made a video about you. So I was like, what I was, yeah, I was reading, I, I was reading some of them. Yeah. I was reading some of them. <laughs> yeah. So I went, I went to the thing and when I saw it, like somebody actually taking their time to talk about me and just stereotype the fuck out of me just because of how I talk because of my hoop earrings, because of my face. I don't know what the fuck it is. So obviously, I'm in a fucking kitchen, so you don't see me in the fucking street doing anything bad. So when I saw that, I got so, I like, I don't even get red. I'm brown. But I felt the redness going up to my head. I was like, damn, motherfucker. And I'm like, I'm, I'm right now that I'm pissed off, I'm going to make a video. Fuck this fool. So I just put my phone right there next to the tapatio, and I was like, I'm mad. And I posted it. And then um, this other other white boy, he started talking all this shit, and he made a vid a video of my video. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna respond to you too, motherfucker. Fuck both of you, motherfucking people. <laughs> and, and then I just like made a video, and I'm like, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. Do whatever the fuck, say whatever the fuck you wanna say. And I'm like, fucking grabbing my titties and doing everything. Fuck you guys, and I don't care. I don't care. My husband was laughing. He's like, fucking Erica, you're crazy. He doesn't even get mad at me. He just thinks I'm, he's used to it. That's funny. So, yeah, I just felt like I had to respond to them because I feel like they just talk so much shit about so many YouTubers. Yeah. And so much, they're so racist. They, they don't even see it. They don't even see how racist they are. Yeah, there and, was a, there was, when I, when I was hearing, when I saw his video, like talking about you, there was a lot of low-key racist shit that he was going going at you saying oh she's really ignorant and all this i'm like what the fuck you know what i'm saying i'm like whoa mm-hmm. because i bet you 100 dollars he won't say that to a whoa vicky you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. he wouldn't say that to the 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 catch me outside girl you know what i mean but he wouldn't th- exactly so the thing is when i was hearing him and his video, I'm like, this dude is literally low key wild racist, and I was getting pissed off for you. And yeah. I'm, but when I was like, obviously, I was like, really, I was really late to the party because I saw the the dates, and I was like, oh, this is like not even recent. Forget about it. But yeah. um, your response was hilarious, by the way, and <laughs> I sent it to my cousin. We were both laughing, but uh, <laughs> so. The thing is, like, with with the amount of subscribers you have and the amount of people 
you know, who actually interact with you, you actually do take a lot of time to actually interact with most of your fans. Um, how, how do you, how do you do that? Um, I, when I go to my comments and I go to the oldest and I go to the oldest and I see most of my comments, I don't, I don't, I ignore some of them because I'm like, I don't even have a birthday. Before Mm -hmm. I used to, I used to go like, and I clap back Mm -hmm. and I sometimes I do too, but I feel like they're taking their time to watch little ones and those people are like, oh my God, you responded to me. interactive with your fans and I, you don't see that with a lot of people. You know what I mean? You don't really see I that know, with a I lot always, of people. I always, I always try to comment on uh, other people's things and then I like it back at me. And I'm like, why? Yeah. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I, to- I totally, I totally get it, but I really appreciate that you actually do it. I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, she's, you know, she's doing her thing. Cause a lot of, you don't see that with a lot of people, you know, they get, they get mad, pissed off. They wear their sunglasses. They're like, no photos, no photos. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but nah, but you know, it, it's actually, the thing is, um, this, this culture now, uh, I'm seeing a, a very big transition into being real and raw. And, mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of people come out like that. And I think what a lot of people are gravitating towards you, it's your authenticity and your rawness. And yeah. to be completely honest, I want to keep on encouraging you and like, keep on doing your thing. Don't, don't stop. You know, whatever is working for you, keep on doing your thing. Cause that's what I do. Right. There's no filter with me. You know, I just, I just say what I got to say and just, you know, if you don't like it, eat a dick. I don't give a fuck. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't give a fuck. But if you look at some of my comments, I got a lot of racist people coming at me about way more different things about, you know, other topics that I bet you, you know, they come at you about. But what is the most hated video you've gotten with people with negative comments? 
I think it was that one, the Latina dating black man. Really? It was that one. Yeah, I know that 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 drew a spark. That that did you know, that drew that 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 got some people heated. Yeah, I even got like um, like a comment. I deleted it, and it was like, "They're gonna get you. We're gonna get you, you racist bitch." He's like, "We're gonna get you and your mama. Just wait." He's like, he said it was. I think it was a guy. He said, "Just wait. Just give it time." You're gonna get exposed, bitch. We're gonna get you and your mom. And mm-hmm. I got a little scared. This was when I went to um, where was I? I was in LA. I was going to a concert, and I got a little scared because I was like, "What if somebody recognizes me?" Like they got me that scared that I was even scared for real. Like I've never been that like. I yeah. don't really care what people say, but that comment it was kind of scary. Like yeah. we're gonna get you, bitch. Like you and your racist mom, and then. Just give it time. I don't remember what it, it said, like the exact words. Yeah. But it was. It was it was, was, enough it, to it get was me scared. Yeah, it was threatening. Yeah, and that and the, and the thing is, I get it got it got it got to the point where I get like maybe five of those comments or emails a day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's the main reason why I even like to stay anonymous, is because of the topics that I talk about, my ideas. And trying to empower my community, and not only that, also have a pro-black stance. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't like that. You know what I'm saying? So you're gonna become a pariah. You're gonna become a target, and that's the main reason why I wanna. You know, I I, I like to keep myself anonymous. You know what I'm saying? And they egg me on. Yo, you show your face. You know, uh, <laughs> yo, you know what I'm saying? Like you're not really Latin. You're probably like you know. Uh, uh, Australian or something like that. You, they'd be saying something stupid, but it Just is because you you're, you sound educated. You sound like you read and you go through stuff. Like you don't sound like regular. You sound like you know what you're talking about. Like even right now, asking me questions, you hit every subject on point. Like you do your research and you know what you're talking about. So that's why people think, oh, because you're you know what you're talking about and you're educated. Yeah. You think that you're all this white boy. Yeah, because yeah, they're yeah. Not used to people Latinos knowing what the fuck is up. They always think that, oh, they're all ratchet or they're all ghetto. So yeah. That's why they talk shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I get that all the time. Like, because, you know, I'm from New York. So we got a, we got our own little, you know, we got our own little way of, you know, talking and, and dealing and doing whatever. But I get a lot of those where... They're like, oh, you probably not even, you know, you're not even Latino and all this other shit. You don't even sound Latino, you know, shut the fuck up and all this other bullshit. <laughs> I, I just I, either I ignore it or I'd be like, you know what? Call up to the podcast. Like, what's good? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because I don't know if you if you could go through my whole thing. You see, at least I have at least two debates, two, three debates. You know what I'm saying? And... <laughs> Like some some of them I didn't even release yet. You know what I mean? I still have some mm-hmm. of them on the stash because mm-hmm. a lot of people get a you know a lot of white boys and white people get a little you know froggy, and they want to actually pull up with some bullshit. When I actually hit them with facts, that's when they're like, oh, that's when the name calling starts. Fuck you, you're a race baiter, blah blah blah, and all this other bullshit. But before, I don't know what else is yeah, pretty <laughs> pretty much. But before we wrap everything up. Um, tell the people where they can find you at. There's a family YouTube is Bird Martinez. 
and find me on Instagram. It's Mario and Birdie. Mario M A R I O with an H and Birdie. And my what else? What else do I have? I don't know. You oh, tell my us. Facebook, my Facebook. <laughs> sorry, my Facebook is Erica Martinez. All right. Remember, guys, hit um, find her, hit her up. You know what I'm saying? She interacts with people. And uh, Erica, thank you for coming in. Thank you for speaking to us. Thank you for having me. And thank you for for teaching me new things. I'm more smarter now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, not a problem. All right, guys. So that was the interview with Bird Martinez. Remember, guys. To find her, go to her YouTube, her Instagram. She's, she interacts with people literally every other day. So just hit her up if you want some questions that you want answered or ask her anything. You know what I'm saying? And she got a lot, a lot of videos that I'm not triggering, but they're very interesting to watch to actually hear her takes on. And also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the same name. Radical underscore Latino underscore. And I'm going to catch you guys later. Peace.